Welcome to City League Sports, the show where we discuss all things sports in Columbus City Schools and pay respect to some of our current students, pay respect to some of our current coaches, and some of those that have paved the way for this phenomenal thing that we call City League Sports. I'm your host, Dr. Vince Clarino, here today, and I'm going to guide you on this journey. Today I have with us some special, I got an independence trio. I got some 76 er love here <laughs> in the house here today. And so I'm starting off and, I, and, and I'm going to go with the, uh, with, the, with the wisdom first down to the, to the young blood, right? <laughs> so here with us we have George Reese, class of 95, Independence High School. We'll get into some of his Ohio State stuff later on. George, give him a hello out there for us, please. Hey, what's going on, Columbus? Certainly. And then currently also with us is we got the Independence High School men's basketball head coach, Quentin Aiden. Quentin, give us a little hello, please. Columbus, how we doing? Thank you much. And then last but not least, we got a young man with us here who's a current junior class of 23, Independence High School, Anthony Lowry. Anthony, say hello to everybody, please. Good morning. How y'all doing? Appreciate it. So we're going to dive in here this morning, and we're going to start right, like right off the back. George with you and if it's okay can I call you G yeah it works I've known you That's for a long time right yeah. so everybody calls you G right so G or Junior G, G or Junior okay so family junior. calls you Junior Yeah. Columbus to, Love calls yeah. you G yeah. I get it no I understand <laughs> and then every once in a while right like you'll hear somebody yell out a G Reese right yes, so we yes, so sir. we all know um, who G Reese is here but but so and following and knowing and so like you know I'm a little bit older than you by a couple years mm-hmm and just knowing kind of your path, your journey, share with everyone kind of like just how it went for you. You, you leave Independence 95. Mm-hmm. You, make a, mm. you make a run down south and, and then fill in those challenges for me oh, wow. and arrive back at Ohio State for us. Like, 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 like give everybody a snapshot of 18-year-old G. Reese. Um, I would say uh, 18-year-old G. Reese was uh, not making the right decision. I didn't make the decision. I made a decision in high school that I wanted to play basketball, I wanted to play basketball and take it serious. And that's when I was able to, you know, make the varsity team at Independence. And then after that, you get a little bit of success. You know, we win the city, you start smelling yourself a little bit. Then I go down to South Florida. I still wasn't dedicated, made some wrong decisions. And then I was back to square one again. Uh, a lot of people don't know I was home. I was home for a year. No college, no opportunities, no looks, no anything uh, for 96 and 97. I guess the good thing about it, I was able to see Kenny and Esty, you know, win the city Certainly. that year. But uh, I was just home taking classes at Columbus State before, you know, I got serious and made another decision. Like, OK, I got to get out of the city. And I went to a junior college in, uh, in uh, Carbondale, Illinois, called John A. Logan. Nice. Yeah. OK. And then once I got there, I was kind of like my last uh, my last go at it. So I was serious. I was focused and uh, junior college All-American. And then, uh, the, okay. yeah, that's when uh, Randy Ayers and him, I think, left the year before. Okay. Jim O'Brien and his staff came in. Certainly. Um, I had a mentor at that time. Jim O'Brien letters. came from B.C. Yep. yep. Boston College, okay. East Coast guys. Mm-hmm. Um, had a guy that was writing letters to the staff saying, you need to get this Columbus kid a look that's out in junior college. Okay. Because they never recruited junior college kids in their whole career. Uh, so that, was, that wasn't O'Brien's staff. That wasn't his thing. No, that wasn't his thing. No, you know, okay. East Coast guys, they like to get them early, have them for four Certainly. years. And if you look at his history... He never really recruited McDonald's All-Americans. I think he might have had one in his stint. That was Ivan Harris. Mm. Okay. You know, he okay. was a local kid, so yeah. you know you got to get yeah. the local kids. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, ended up working out, man. You know, Mike, you know, Michael Red, that's, uh, we grew up together. My mother and father was always tight with his mother and father, so it all came together, man. And then Scooney, that was his set-out year. So. Certainly. 
yeah, got another chance, transferred in Ohio State, and I guess you could say, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and I think, like, you know, a lot of people don't know your journey, right, because <laughs> when, when you speak to people out, um, and, and, and I've been in conversations, and, and, and I don't know your story and never have known it well enough to tell it like you just did, obviously, right, because you lived it, but um, people just, people don't know the challenges, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The moments that you have to go through. So right. they just see G. Reese, independence, and then you pop up in Ohio State right. and you're hitting baseline jump shots, right? right? right. And, and so then all of a sudden everyone just but, – but they don't know those pieces Man. that you've gone through. So, so, like, if you could share with listeners today, like, what would be something that, that – like, give us a takeaway from, from, that, from that time period between 95 and then when you arrive at Ohio State – Get, like give give us a give everybody a piece of advice on, uh, on 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 what you had to do or something that was a big takeaway for you that maybe you still carry with you here in life today. Ooh, I think the first part, like I said before, like make a decision. And I, you know, you say that to a lot of high school kids. I think they dabble in taking sports or academics seriously. And I think if you look at wealthy families, other ethnicities, you know, we can. That's definitely a whole conversation. They make the decision at an early age that this is what they want to be. Mm, okay. You know, and you concentrating that energy, that focus, everything to that goal, I think that saves you time because you don't get that many chances. That's right. I, I was fortunate enough to have, mm -hmm. you know, two or three chances. So I say make the decision. And then after that, I would say be prepared. And, you know, that time that I was home watching everybody else play basketball, me and my man Art Lowe, Back Certain, in the day, we used to sneak into give the Jewish Center. a little bit of love. Yeah, I know our, me and Art the, went to middle school together. Yeah, we used to sneak into the Jewish Center every day. Okay. And we had a membership Over on at College the, Avenue. Yep. We had a membership at the YMCA off of gender. So every morning we was there from like 6 to 8 before we took classes at Columbus State. I ain't know I was going anywhere. I was just right. being prepared just in case. Certainly. So, you know, staying in shape and stuff like that, I would say be prepared and make a decision. And like I said, it just ended up working out for me. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You, you shared some... Something like, you know what I mean? You've thrown in there a sprinkle of some names that we are going to get oh, to yeah, later, yeah. right? You've thrown in Kenny. You've thrown, oh, in, yeah. you've thrown in Mike. You've thrown in Art. And, and definitely, I didn't expect to hear Art's name today. Oh, yeah. um, I got a lot of love for Art, man. Me and Art ran around uh, Sherwood Middle School together, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and we're playing basketball. And, and Sherwood um, Goat, too. Yeah, man. Yes, yeah. indeed. Art's Art, Art one of the ones that, uh, that, had, that had a lot of fun there. So, Q, I'm going to turn it to you for a moment, right? Yep, yep. And um, so here you sit today, and I'm guessing as a coach – a lot on your mind. You're the head coach, Independent 76ers men's basketball program. And, and so I want you to like, like share with everyone kind of like your coaching philosophy. Like, like what, what is it that comes to the table for you as a leader of young people? Um, what is your coaching philosophy? Uh, for me, everything stems from the work that you put in. So hard work. Um, everything starts with that, whether it's the 6 a.m. workouts, the after practice lifts, the 6 a.m. lifts. Everything stems from from working hard on and off the court, academic-wise. Got to work hard, of course, to stay on the court. Basketball-wise, got to work hard to get on the court. Certainly. Um, so stems from that. Offensively, you know, I like to play, like for us to play fast-paced. Okay. Um, defensively, I like for us to speed the other team up. So right. I'm a fast-paced type guy. We do a lot of running and jumping and getting the ball out quick. Want to get easy layups and threes. Okay. So. So be, before I gear it up to this young man over here, we're going to get him talking for all of our listeners at home. And Lowry, he still hasn't smiled much yet for us this morning. So we're trying to get him loosened up a little bit. Um, cue up Aunt Lowry. Who, who is this young man that's sitting here with us, right? So, like, here we are. I mean, uh, I'll say this. We're, 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 I am. I'll start with me. I am in great company. I'm going to date myself and being able to sit next to G. Reese. Um, 
G. Reese belongs in every Columbus City Schools basketball discussion mm-hmm. that, 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 that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, last 20, 30 years, one of the guys that put in work and, and showed us well. Um, but so now, but now we got like, so like here's a young man, Aunt Lowry, that gets to sit in the room, probably mm-hmm. doesn't even understand who G. Reese really is, which is okay, right? And, and, and that's part of why we're here today. But, but, but cue him up for us. Tee up this young man. Who, who do we have sitting here? Man, fierce competitor. So what you're seeing now, you say that it, he hasn't smiled yet. When he came to the programs, probably took two, three months for us to get him to smile and mm. smile, laugh, and joke. Okay. But it's because he's a fierce competitor at everything that he does. So you know, you're not supposed to smile on a basketball court. Okay. Um, so he's a fierce competitor, um, super athlete, makes plays, makes his teammates better. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else. Okay, no, no, no. Works so hard. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you in a comment you just shared. Um, I'm, I'm going to say you are supposed to smile on the basketball court in all sports okay. because you, you should be equally having fun. And everyone that I've ever played against that was having fun actually plays better. And you can be fierce and have fun at the same time. I, I'm, I'm going to throw in a quick little story before I tee it up to you. You might know this name. Um, but when I was in school, man, there was a guy playing at Rhode Island named Tyson Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Left-hand point guard that was tricky and did a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And Tyson Wheeler talked a lot. You know, when you played against him, he was in your ear. Um, they're famous for for that big Kansas win that they had going back in the uh, in the in the late '90s when they made it to the um, to the Final Four, I believe it was, or the Elite Eight, one of them. And um, and, and so I remember him because he was always having fun on the basketball court and he was out there giving it to you. Mm-hmm. So, so on top of that, you like scratching your head, like how can somebody be smiling having this much fun? And he out here dropping me off and crossing over and all the saying, no, jump in, G. Nah, he, he had a floater. His floater game was official and he used to say, Wheeler! Yes, he did. <laughs> Every time he shot the floater <laughs> now, now, you know, you know what's beautiful yeah. about that? Right before you came in here, we were in here talking about floaters. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that was yeah. part of what, what, what our discussion was right before you walked into the room. And that's exactly what yeah, he used funny. to do. Yeah, Not yeah, only did fun. he do that when he would score he would run by your bench and he would say Tyson Wheeler he yell out his name right like like if it was the the broadcaster so so yeah so he he was he was a special guy I man had fun and he's someone I remember having fun and I see guys today still having fun but he's a name that jumped out to me because of that comment mm-hmm. so so Aunt Wheeler I mean, Aunt, Aunt Lowry I'm sorry look I'm thinking about Tyson <laughs> Aunt Lowry right um, tell us a little bit about yourself man you're a junior Give us a little bit more, man. What do you like? What's your hobbies? Um, you know, how, how do you feel about basketball? You, you Go ahead. The, the floor is yours for a moment. Uh, basketball, well, it taught me a lot. Scoot like, a little bit closer. I think they need to scoot a little bit. There you go. Basketball taught me a lot, like time management, stuff like that, be on time, and how to encourage people. And on the court with my attitude, my hobbies. Mm. Hop. Ball is life. Ball yeah, is life, okay. I'm always playing basketball, basically. Are you? But outside of basketball, I'm either doing work with my dad at the shop or doing some landscaping stuff with him. Okay, stuff okay. Like so you got a little bit of work ethic to you then. Yes, sir. Get your hands in the soil a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so junior year, right? You start the tournament tonight. And, and, and so tell me about what, what would be, like for you all, like, like for you, your teammates, you know, obviously you want to win. But, like, if, if, if your teammates were listening right now, what's the message? What's a comment? Uh, we got to be locked in. Don't come in playing around, like, being cocky and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. What, what t- you, you tell, I'm, 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 we're going to go a little bit deeper. What does locked in mean to you? Like, we, you could tell from the energy when we get on the bus, like, if we're going to be mentally prepared. Okay. So, 
we just got to come in serious. Okay. Playing games. And, and, and have what? I'm, I'm going to say it for you. Have, have fun. fun. Have fun, have fun yeah. man. You got to have fun. Do, do you know any? Do you know this Do you know this, this young man sitting next to you over here? Do you know G. Reese? Uh, so I see him in the stands. See him in the stands. Okay, so so that's good, right? That, that That's a part about um, coming back out and showing some love. So tell, talk to us a little bit about that, G. I mean, you know, here, here you are. You're a guy. Um, you've done you've done a number of public things, and your face has been seen out here. Um, you're an ambassador for um, just just like you know what I mean j- just somebody who walks in models. You know what I mean the example of what what I think a lot of people would love their sons mm-hmm. to grow up to be right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so talk to us about just giving back, showing up, being at games, um, being around, being visible. Right. right. Talk right. to us a little bit about that for for anybody that may be listening. You know, one of those guys, but you haven't been back maybe to your high school gym in 15 years. Like, <laughs> like, 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 give a message to those guys for a moment. Um. Yeah, y'all got to get back. Y'all got to get back. I think um, if you look talk about kind of like my initiatives and what I want to do for the city of Columbus. You know, I have a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to my mother and father, and my nephew. But if you look at everything that I feel like I've been consistent with, is always pouring back. So. My initiative, the Cap City Clinics, I was doing where they were free basketball clinics and then the health clinics involved with that started in the City League. So, mm, okay. I don't know, I just, I guess I, that's how I was raised with my mother and father. You always want to give back to where you're at. I try to make sure that I'm involved, you know, with independence and stuff. I know Q probably give me the side eye because I know I was supposed to come speak to, the, speak to the team at some point. But at the school program that I have right now, it's been definitely busy. But I think from day one, it's always been you always want to stay connected. Uh, to your school, whether that's Independence, whether that's Johnson Park Middle School, you know, everywhere where you've been, because I feel like uh, when I was coming up, I didn't have that connection with, you know, some of the alumni and things like that. Most of the guys were from your neighborhood, from the east side that, you know, went on and probably moved out of Columbus. So being able to help and give back that way, you know, it's just always been important to me. You know, Certainly. I I think that's beautiful, right? Because um, you know, we always hear the cliche, it takes a village. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, And that's probably one of um, the best comments that any community can embrace because you 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 really you, you know like like there's no way for any one of us to do this by ourselves the school system is one component mm-hmm. in trying to help our young people athletics then is one component inside of the school right. system um, I'm a firm believer. Let's get everybody out there doing something, right? right? Mm-hmm. Whether you can hoop, whether you can roll a bowling ball, whether you can throw a football, mm-hmm. wh- whether you can, you know, uh, hit a golf ball. Down, right? Like get involved mm-hmm. because it just keeps you connected to the school and it gives you another, you know, um, adult caring individual that's willing to take some time and invest right. in your life, i.e. a coach. Right. Mm-hmm. So then you get a coach who comes in and they're going to be vested in your future and they may say some things to you that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, but but in turn, they're saying it to you uh, with care and love. Sometimes you don't know it when you're, especially when you're a kid, you hear it and you go, oh man, like, but but you don't really know it. So, and I'm going to come back to you, share with everybody, this is, you, you get this one shining moment, right? Like almost <laughs> in the NCAA uh, uh, basketball, right? They do the one shining moment. You get this one shining moment. So, so share with us a time when Coach Q um, challenged you maybe, and you, and you were a little uncomfortable uh-oh. But but the lesson you learn from it, and you're you're in a safe space. You're you're you're, you're amongst Uh-oh. friends right now. You, you, can, you can go stories. ahead. You, you can go ahead and share us one. You go deeper in that question. Like what you mean? Like, well, ha- so so I'm sure that Coach Q has challenged you sometimes, and there have probably been moments where you were maybe upset. He asked you to do something out your comfort zone. Um, but but share with us maybe a time that he challenged you and the lesson you learned. Now, if, if you don't have any lessons you learned from it, you can't share the story. There has to be a lesson learned. And if you want, I can come back to you if you need a minute to think. Do you need a moment to think on that one? Uh, yeah. 
Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. So, 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 Q, I, I, I'll switch it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a current player, um, but 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 give us about molding young men, helping young people, um, and, and give us something that pops in your head about n- not someone on your current team, mm-hmm. but just give us a moment where where you felt like you um, maybe were able to help a, a young person to a higher a higher calling, a higher purpose, a diff- a different level of connection. With every team that I've coached, I really just tried to push that work ethic. Hard work, wherever you want to go in life, you're going to have to work hard. Um, really try to take basketball and use it as a method to teach them about regular life, you know, real life. Like once you, once you leave here, when you leave high school and go to college or you get a job, it gets real. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't afford to be late. You can't afford to no call, no show. You know, you get in the work, workforce, you no call, no show. That's your job. Certainly. You know what I mean? So just teaching those lessons about time management and work ethic. Um, had a particular particular kid when I was coaching at another um, place. Yeah, um, don't say the school. No, I'm not going to say No, no, no I'm not going to say the school. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Um, but we would do the 6 a.m. workouts, just me and him, every okay. single morning. And uh, once he got to college, he expressed to me that, he thanked me for preparing him for that because that's Sorry. normal when you get to college. Right. Every, everybody, you got to be at practice right. at 6 a.m. You got to do individuals and stuff yeah. like that, right? So right. he was, uh, he was like, "Hey, thank you for that because you know now it's normal for me. All the, the rest of the freshmen are, you know, struggling to get up or whatever, but I'm ready because you know you taught me, you know, work ethic, get up, get your work done before while everybody's sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know, then you can go about your day. Beautiful. So. So, so speaking of coaching and staying along this theme, Gita, you got any coaches out there along your journey that that, that you want to show some love to here oh, today? Man. Oh um, man, um, I say a lot of them. I think um, Jeff Malone is one that come to mind. That's when I played uh, first year in the G League, and uh, Jeff Malone used to play for the Utah Jazz. Certainly, back when Carl Malone and John Stockton yeah. played. Yeah, he was the first. Uh, that contrast. reference was for listeners, not for me. I'm a bad. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. He I'm, was I'm a contrast to what I was used to. Right, I had yeah. Dave Faye. Okay. You know, at Independence. And then I, um, I, forget, I forget my coach's name in South Florida because I was like maybe five months. Right. Okay. And then I had uh, John Imhoff in junior college. Just a contrast having a, you know, a black male too. Okay. You know, because that was different for me. Certainly. Um, and I think his laid back approach let me know how, how different the NBA was from college. Right. Uh, everything was real, everything was blunt. Bleepity bleep. Right. Yeah. You know, kind of like, yeah, straight to mm-hmm. the point. And I was a contrast that I respect. But at the same time, though, you know, he was about his business. Like, we pros now. Everything was about being a pro. Certainly. We practice this way, play this way, you live this way, mm-hmm. take care of your stuff off the court. It's all consistent to, you know, what you've been hearing since high school and college. Right. It seems cliche, but his, his famous quote I say to this day, the game don't change. Mm-hmm. Game going to change you before you think you can change the game. There you the go. The game does not change. I like that. And, you know, in speaking to business, um, I think I think what's interesting, I'll throw in a little piece here. Before they had the G League, I was in school, Pittsburgh, and there was a um, semi-pro team that was having a tryout. Mm-hmm. And, and they were going to play at the arena where I was at school. And they brought in, I don't know, like maybe 30 guys mm-hmm. for – Two positions, all backcourt guys. Okay, thirty guys, two positions. Sound about right. Yep. And, yep. and so and so we yep. were blessed enough, having been on the you know been on the men's hoop team at, at, at my at my school. We were blessed enough at Duquesne to watch the tryouts. Mm-hmm. So we just get to watch them, and um, they bring these guys in. They're doing some shooting around, doing some little soft basketball drill type stuff. They line these guys up to do suicides, mm-hmm. and they go off and they're running. Boom. 
boom, and they're hitting the lines. And, and, and guys were thinking that the suicides were about how fast I was because mm-hmm. everybody wants to win. The competitive mm-hmm. nature came out, right? So the coach comes out and he starts calling out numbers because they got the little tags on, just like if he was going to like a camp or something. They got the numbers on. So he calls out 217, well, 119, 137, you know. And he says, oh, you guys come out to half court. They come out to half court. And this is about half the field. And he says, I want to thank all y'all for coming out, man. All of y'all, y'all, none of y'all made the team. Y'all can go ahead and leave. <laughs> and they like, what are we talking about? We ain't even did anything yet. Right. So they're confused, right? He brings the other group back. And this is now 30 down to about 12. Mm. And he says to them, well, the reason why those guys are, just got cut and we're not going to you know, observe them anymore is he said, because how can we expect a guy to run a pro offense and run a play if you can't touch a line yeah. mm-hmm. in a drill? Mm-hmm. We don't want you to cut corners. We want you to go and touch the line. Because when you look at a John, remember he gave this example, he said when you look at a John Stockton who goes down and his job is to set a screen so Carl Malone can get open, mm-hmm. John Stockton at 6'1", is head hunting, and he's setting a screen on a 6'10", power forward, and he can't, he can't, he can't dodge it. He can't edge it. You mm-hmm. have to touch the line. Mm-hmm. We wasn't, you know, so it wasn't a track contest. But those guys thought it was a track contest and got sent out to gym. And these are guys that could play, G. You know what I mean? This, this yeah. wasn't like, um, you know, they, they weren't bringing in guys that were like from no-name places. It was guys there from like Iowa mm-hmm. and, 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 you know what I mean, and, and, like, Power and like, five yeah, like Power 5 schools, yeah. right? So it was an eye-opener for me because I'm like, wow, you know, but just the emphasis on that from mm-hmm. a coaching standpoint. And I'm going to come back to you now. If you don't have a moment – Give me something Coach Q has taught you. I, I, I want the people to be able to hear from you. You're not here just to listen. You're here to talk too, man. So well, give us something Coach Q maybe has taught you then. Well, I, I do remember. Um, okay. So I just didn't agree with him or something. And then he gave me like 15 towels <laughs> or something. Like towels is basically you got to go up and down the court with a towel. Okay. Like pushing it. Yeah. So you're basically cleaning the floor. Right, yeah, yeah. certainly. Building those upper shoulders in that strength. That's yes, right. <laughs> but now, okay, so what's the lesson that you learn from that it has to be a lesson. You can't tell the story without the lesson. It was um about a play, like I think giving it to a big man or something like that, because they're not like good ball handlers. Okay, I remember I what it was. Too early. Yeah. 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 Well, well, let me share that. That's real. Um, gee, I don't know when you were in school, man. Did y'all have weight vest? No, I ain't had a weight vest. Yeah, man. So, man, I had a coach <laughs> that that loved weight vest, and so oh, wow. so so our basketball mishaps or disciplinary action was what's was called hit the alphabet. So, you know, the mm. alphabet was the stairs in mm. the arena. And so if you were messing up in practice, turning the ball over, whatever it may have been, um, our coach would go tell one of the managers, get the weight vest. Mm. Then you got to go put on 30, 40 pound <laughs> weight vest. And then you got, and then he would say, go hit the alphabet. Right. And that meant run the arena run the stairs. stairs with all the, with all the oh, letters wow. in the alphabet, right? And then by yeah. the time you made it all the way around, practice yeah. was over. So that was what our coach used to say, hit the alphabet. Yeah, and, I, and I remember like, man, uh, in practices, right, where you would have those moments, Similar to what Ant just shared, right, mm-hmm. where you're just out here and your head ain't in the practice mm-hmm. before you know a coach is maybe giving you mm-hmm. some redirection. Um, gee, I'm going to come back to you for a moment now. Mm-hmm. You mentioned some names earlier, mm-hmm. right? And so um, a- as I shared with all of our listeners, you belong in every basketball conversation, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but there's some other guys that you played with that also belong in every basketball conversation. Oh, absolutely. And and, and so, but I want to I want to focus on two of them. Okay. Because there's always been a lot of a lot of controversy and and and, 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 and discussion right. around these two. When I say okay. controversy, I mean in a lighthearted way. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Right. But but share with us 
You, so you played with Kenny Gregory mm-hmm. in high school, mm-hmm. Columbus Independence. Kenny goes on to play at Kansas, mm-hmm. McDonald's All-American, mm-hmm. MVP of the McDonald's game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so then you also then you come back, you get to Ohio State, mm-hmm. and then you play with Mike Red, mm-hmm. another '97 grad, absolutely, um, who who goes on to do some special things, uh, wins a gold medal, mm-hmm. you know, pl- plays in the Olympics. Hundred mil, um, yes, indeed. Yeah, I mean, it, certainly, mil. certainly, that, that that's part of it, right? We, we, we don't we don't have to side away from that. Right. But, 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 but even more importantly. Um, you know, and while the money is important, I, I want to focus on he was also in a position where he became the face of a franchise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so speak to us about playing with Kenny, playing with Mike, and and and, and just whatever, whatever whatever story you may want to throw in there about either of those guys while playing with either one of them. I think that uh, and we can throw in Esty kind of in this equation because, like I said, we're all from similar neighborhoods, right? Certainly. Um, if people are not familiar with Esteban Weaver, I think you know he's probably the most talented. Seventh through ninth grader, I think I've ever seen. Period. Okay. Period. Um, naturally talented, um, and at that time, Esteban was the guy in in the city. Kenny and Mike was like, you know, they kind of were afterthought at that point. But okay. at that same thing, he was their motivation because they knew they could play. But Esteban was the guy during that year because he was playing with the older guys, Samaki, you know, Lamont Barnes, mm-hmm. Carlos Davis, those yeah. guys from that class. So me and Kenny used to get up in the morning and go work out at, uh, I think it's called Cleo Dummery now. We just call mm-hmm. it Nelson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in the morning, shoot out there, and you could tell he's frustrated. Like, I know I can go, because that's all the, all the guys are the same class, right? Class in 1997. Yeah, 97. All yep. the guys So like class. I said, that, that was the motivation. And then meanwhile, you had the kid from uh, West who haven't hit, he hadn't hit his growth spurt till what, junior year. So at that time, Mike might have been, you know, 6'1". Six one and a half, six two. His sophomore year, which was my senior year and Kenny's uh, sophomore year, just seeing their progression and how each other, all three of them, motivated each other to get better. Okay, that's why I feel like the competitive, the competitiveness of all three of them, ended up helping all three of them out. You know, in the mm-hmm. best way. Um, so at that point, what Kenny, sophomore year, basically leading scorer on that city league championship team. Two years later, Mr. Basketball, Mike Red, what six two, sophomore year. Six four and a half, six five, led Sorry. the area in scoring <laughs> as a junior. Yeah. Mm. So like, if you look at these, you know, if we had the data because everything is analytics, right? If you look at these arrows and how they went like this, mm-hmm. like he said, the work ethic. You see these kids every day in the morning from when the season is over to the next season. You see that jump. So you know, what I mean, Kenny definitely one of the best to come out of here, Mr. Basketball in the state of Ohio. Certainly. Um, you know, got two, got what, got two city championships. Mm-hmm. You know, sophomore year and senior year. Mike, I think one of the definitely one of the coldest as far as one on one, like trying to guard him, you know, the way he did with the lefty, and he had an awkwardness to his game, which from our era, uh, and a lot of guys played multiple sports. Okay. So Mike played tennis. Okay. And I think that okay. helped with his footwork. Yeah. With there you go. Yeah, one of the yeah. meanest left to right crossovers, you know, that I've seen in a long time too. So just seeing all three of those guys grow up and being in the middle of that, you see it all—all all three different type of games, but all three of them wanted to be good, and they put in the work to get to where they were at. Certainly, certainly. Yeah, and, and, and so, you know, we, we talk about um, these different time periods in 97 was, was definitely the 90s was, was a glory period, but we have multiple glory periods, <laughs> right? And we, and we could go on and talk about mm-hmm. that level of success. Um, there's names in the 90s, there's names in the 80s, there's names in the 2000s, there's names currently that, that of guys and young people that are doing well. 
Um, I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm getting the cue here, and not the cue, Coach Q, but I'm <laughs> right. getting the cue from, from behind that says we need to wrap up here today. Okay. Um, um, gentlemen, you know, uh, deeply, Columbus City Schools appreciates your time. Absolutely. I appreciate your time being here with us on the City League Sports Show. Um, you know, th- this has been um, insightful. Mm-hmm. It's been an opportunity for people to get a chance to um, peek behind the veil and behind the window of, of what you do and who you are as young people. So for us, that's all we have today. Thank you for listening. Much love to our guests for coming through. Um, be sure to catch all the future episodes on WCBE Radio 90.5. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple, or the platform you prefer to listen to your favorite podcast. Additionally, follow us on Instagram at City League Sports 614. Till next time, I'm your host, Vince Clarino. This is City League Sports. We are out.